have needs and desires and seek to discover our own erotic journey, you've come to the right place. This is Seek, Discover, Create with Lexi Silver, presented by SDC. In the next hour, we're here to answer your burning questions about relationships, sexuality, and health from the leading sex experts and professionals. Now, here is your host, Lexi Silver. Hi, everyone. Welcome to SDC Presents Seek, Discover, Create. I'm your host, Lexi Silver. What's the best way to have a threesome? Are you wondering how to find a third or a couple you can experiment with comfortably and safely? If you want to explore how to go from menage à trois, fantasy to reality on your own or with your partner. Join me today with Luna Matata, sex and pleasure educator with over 10 years of experience teaching locally, internationally, and online. Luna and I are going to delve into the pleasures and challenges of having a threesome from the perspective of a unicorn, rhino, or lucky Pierre, as well as from a couple's point of view. We're going to explore how to have the best possible threesome experience with tips and tricks on finding your threesome, breaking the ice, dealing with awkwardness and jealousy, and communication strategies to keep everything running smoothly. So we all know that threesomes and group sex can be fun and fulfilling experiences. I think that threesomes are a very unique scenario because unlike group sex where there are more people involved, uh, there are so many more intricacies to the chemistry. And because you're three people. So often what what happens is it's a couple being joined by another individual, whether it's someone they know or someone they just met. It's definitely reliant on a lot of chemistry and a ton of communication. Like I say all the time in pretty much every single show, communication is the key to an amazingly healthy sex life, a great relationship, and will help you have those wonderful sexual experiences that you want to have. And that is so true, especially when you invite a new person into your sex life. Uh, It's really crucial to have those conversations with your partner before you even decide to involve another individual or more individuals, you know, if you are in the the, talking about group sex. But today we are going to talk about how to find that perfect balance. Before we kick off our kinky discussion today with Luna Matatis about how you can have a titillating threesome experience, I just want to thank our sponsor, stc.com your and my expert source of exclusive information about sex, health, and relationships, where you'll get access to a massive international network and dating platform of over 3 million members worldwide. Don't go away. I'll be right back with my special guest, Luna Matadas, after these brief messages. I'm Lexi Silver, and you're listening to SDC's Seek, Discover, Create. Are you ready for clit-whispering healthy talk? Tune in to the Get Mine Healthy Pleasure Radio Show. Founded and hosted by Dr. Malfay, Peraza Godoy, and Dominique Caretzis, this program will answer all of your burning questions in a frank, casual, and uncensored manner. We'll tell you what we know and improve what you know. Turn the lights down, grab a hot cup of whatever, and join us every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time for the Get Mine Healthy Pleasure Radio Show on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. You are tuned in to Seek, Discover, Create with Lexi Silver. If you have a question or comment about the show, we'd love to hear from you via email to Lexi at SDC.com. That's L-E-X-I at SDC.com. Now back to this week's discussion. 
Welcome back to SCC Seek, Discover, Create. I'm Lexi Silver, and I'm here with my guest, sex and pleasure educator, Luna Matadas, who has over 10 years of experience in sexual health and wellness education all over the world. Right before the break, we were talking about how you don't have to be in a couple to have a threesome. There are so many other ways to get to go about it, and if you're an individual who's either a unicorn or a rhino or identifies as one, you don't actually need to seek out a couple to have a threesome. There are other ways to get two bodies involved. And you don't also have to be bisexual uh, in or, or trisexual, really, uh, in order to have a threesome. There are so many other ways that you can go about involving yourself with other people, even if you are not necessarily attracted to both people in a threesome. So... We had a great talk right before. Uh, We're going to talk right now a little bit about how to go about getting involved in a threesome. So most of the time, a couple has a threesome fantasy and they're looking for the ideal partner. And where the hell can you find one? That's what a lot of people who are listening to this want to know. How do you find that perfect person or any, to some degree, any person uh, who will fit the criteria that you're looking for to have that amazing threesome experience? Yeah, there's, um, there's opportunity. Uh, (laughs) um, there's there's kind of two places where people are seeking out threesomes so either online or in person Um, and online is um, usually dedicated towards spaces that are attracting people who are sexually curious or kinky or like-minded around um, having a different approach to sexuality so you're going to find kinkster sites swinger sites Uh, you're not necessarily going to find threesomes in the same way that people think that they can sort of put up a profile on tinder mm-hmm. pretending it's a single but it's a picture <laughs> of two people that can i mean that can result in if someone's sort of looking for that that type of experience on a whim but if you're dedicated searching for a threesome it's kind of best to go where the people are also dedicated searching for a threesome <laughs> uh, so <laughs> there is one app dedicated towards threesomes it's called field it used to be called thrinder but then tinder got mad and field <laughs> is Um, good in the sense that you can sort of customize your profile. You can say you're a couple looking for a single, a single looking for a couple and specify what genders you're looking for. So it's designed in that way. And you know, the community that's coming on there are sort of looking for this stuff. What's not great about it is that it's not very user friendly. Um, You sort of the location pieces are, you know, you're here or you're 500 kilometers away. And so it's, it's a little um, not just great user experience, but you can work with it. People are also using sites like Adult Friend Finder, of course, like the um, the sites that are dedicated towards sing- swingers dating. Um, and like SDC. <laughs> like yeah, exactly. And there's also um, sort of a rise now that we've lost Craigslist personals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> RIP Craigslist personals, <laughs> where I get threesome from. Uh, people are starting to also use Reddit and look at threads for local singles dating. And then in person, you're looking at, there's always the idea. I always get someone in my classes who's like, well, I just want to kind of have had friends over and we're like sitting and, you know, then it just happens organically. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that happens for some people in college. I don't know. But like, that's never happened for me. So in person, you're generally focused on places like swingers clubs or sex clubs mm-hmm. and with also people who may or may not be looking for that kind of dynamic and you just said something really really crucial I want to I want to address this I have had some people say I want to I have a friend who I'm really attracted to and we think they'd be kind of cool with getting involved with the three in a threesome with us 
I just want to say personally, and then I want to hear what you think about this. Yeah. I personally don't think it's a great idea to involve a friend or someone that you know really well in, in, your, in a threesome, especially if it's your first threesome, because if it doesn't go the way that you want, you have kind of changed your relationship and it, in a way that is really, <laughs> you, you can't really go back from that. And you might, there, you're, you're involving, it, whether you're uh, in a couple or whether you're just three, three bodies, sex is a very intimate experience, regardless of what it is that you're doing. If you're inviting a friend into that zone, it's very different than if you're just having them over for, you know, a girl's night or whatever other, uh, you know, dinner, drinks. It, I personally do not recommend that. What do you, what do you think? How do you feel about that? Yeah, I, I think that all those things are, are ripe for fire and, and yeah. not the hot kind of fire. Um, but people tend to want friends or to engage friends because they feel a sense of like cushioning from that trust or that they know this person. They feel they're probably, you know, going to communicate to them around sexually transmitted infections and their like trust and communication. Uh, but all of those things are important to discuss with your partner and the what ifs and what am I anxious or excited about if those are reasons why you want to choose this friend. So it's, it's not necessarily going to protect you. Those, it's just giving you an opportunity to think about those issues that might cause you a problem, even if it's a stranger or even if you hire a sex worker. Yeah, absolutely. So if you're, yeah, let's say on the, on the flip side of you're not looking for, uh, you're not in a couple and looking for a threesome, you're the lucky peer, let's say. Yeah. You're that, which I, in, in this case, so just, you know, for context, everyone, that's the third person in who's guest starring or guest star in a threesome who is not involved in, let's say, the couple's relationship. But in the case, there's also the case, like we said, where you could just be three bodies, so you're three lucky peers really in the room. But <laughs> a lot of the time, like we were saying, it's a couple plus one. So if you're that lucky peer, what's the best way for going about um, for, for going about it, how do you initiate that discussion? We talked a little bit about a dating site. We talked a bit about swingers clubs. What, what do you say about that? Yeah, I think the language that you use as the third person when you're communicating or flirting or reaching out to a couple is really important and sort of guides your intentions within the threesome. Right. And a lot of times the third is sort of thinking about the same kind of hotness of the fantasy, but maybe from a different perspective. Like maybe I'm really excited about uh, all three bodies being together all the time and all of us taking turns being the center of attention and a couple may be looking to have one partner be a voyeur while two people play together. So that's not the type of threesome for me then. And I think for, for singles also to really figure out, and this really helped me to be assertive and upfront about your deal breakers in the threesome. So lots of couples who are starting out may set up parameters that are actually a barrier to your pleasure, but are a boundary for them. So things like, oh, we don't kiss the third person. Mm -hmm. Kissing is like half of sex for me. So and that's not a couple that's for me. That may be okay for some singles, but for me it's not. So I always use language like when I'm approaching couples, like, hey, I'm really interested in affection and openness and like really sensual threesome sex is that something you're looking for too and they may say oh we're just kind of looking for an extra set of genitals like we just want to bang 
and I'll be like, okay, bye. Like, we're not a good fit, but somebody else. Maybe there's another rhino or unicorn out there for them. But the mistake I've made in the past is, like, getting to the point of where maybe you're already going to get naked and you haven't discussed, like, mm-hmm. what are the little vignettes or the scenes or the turn-ons that you're interested in that are going to make this threesome satisfying for the third and for the couple. Right. It's funny what you just said. Uh, and just looking for another set of genitals. We don't want to be reduced to that. We're people. We have yeah. needs and desires. We're not just physical objects. We're get a fucking sex doll. Sorry. That's just my personal opinion about it. Yeah. Uh, sex is so much more involving than just the body. You can't really just put put it that way. Yeah. Uh, even if you do hire a sex worker, there there's more to it. And all sex workers know also that there's a lot more than just involving the body. Uh, in, in, in any sexual experience. So yeah, yeah it's something important to, to think about. <laughs> totally. And it's always a red flag for me when a couple's profile reads, uh, looking for a third, no drama to spice up our relationship, corn <laughs> emoji. And I'm like, what are you offering me? What are you bringing to the table for me? Are you good at oral? Are you good at cuddles? Do you have candy? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I think the candy, and now that you're saying, do you have candy? I kind of want to start asking for that now as part of a, (laughs) otherwise that's my deal breaker. No candy, no play. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, we, 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 we're going to talk a little bit more about that after too, um, I really think it's important to have those conversations and talk about your deal breakers and what your limits are before you start in it, before you start any sexual experience. But we talked about that before, especially when you're dealing with the threesome and you're dealing with two other people who have different expectations and they, you don't know what the chemistry is either between the couple that you're dealing with. There's so much communication that has to happen. Otherwise you're in the situation where you're in the bedroom, you are, pretty much naked and you're about to get started or you're already getting engaged in play and there's not really been very much discussion. You can't just go into it and then, yeah, you'll not have a great experience. Like, oh no, you can't touch her like that. It's like, oh, okay, well, sorry. Then you're already setting yourself up for a negative experience. But having that conversation beforehand, you're already assured that you know what you can and can't do. You know what the limits are. And I I think that's definitely a huge recipe for success for any kind of sex that you're going to have with any partner, especially threesomes and group sex. So, yeah, I I, want to hear some of your tips uh, for that afterward. Yeah. (laughs) For sure. I have lots and lots of tips to kind of sort out that thinking around that. I, I'm really excited to hear it. I know that ever all of our listeners really want to hear about that too. Don't go away, everybody. I just want to give you a little bit of stimulation for a travel idea that you might want to join me on very shortly. If you're experiencing some wanderlust, which I always am, come and join me this December on SDC's Cuban Cruise to get up close and personal with me and over 300 sexy couples. Over seven nights, we're going to indulge in exotic ports of call and soak in five-star rooms and service of our SDC staff who are all devoted to creating the adventure that you deserve. Explore the party hub of Miami, sunny Key West, the spicy Caribbean flavor of Havana, Cuba, and the stunning white sands of the Bahamas in Nassau and the private island of Kogo Cay. Enjoy SDC's world-renowned onboard entertainment with multiple DJs to seduce you during sexy theme nights, phone parties, erotic live shows, and within the ship's huge playroom. Join us from December 4th to 11th for this enticing Caribbean cruise. Our trip to paradise is right around the corner, so book your rooms now at sdc.com. 
What is your level of sexual expertise? Want to find something new? Listen for Sisters of Sexuality every week on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. There's no judgment here, and every topic is safe and sex positive, so we'll explore them together. It's time to push your sexual boundaries and try some new experiences with your hosts, Taylor Sparks, Jet Setting Jasmine, and Parrish Blair. With Marla Renee Stewart and Tiffany Janae, you won't want to miss a single show every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. You are tuned in to Seek, Discover, Create with Lexi Silver. If you have a question or comment about the show, we'd love to hear from you via email to Lexi at SDC.com. That's L-E-X-I at SDC.com. Now back to this week's discussion. Welcome back to SCC Seek, Discover, Create. I'm Lexi Silver, and I'm here with my guest, sex and pleasure educator, Luna Matadas, who has over 10 years of experience in sexual health and wellness education all over the world. Right before the break, we were talking about how you don't have to be in a couple to have a threesome. There are so many other ways to get uh, to go about it, and if you're an individual who's either a unicorn or a rhino or identifies as one, you don't actually need to seek out a couple to have a threesome. There are other ways to get two bodies involved. And you don't also have to be bisexual uh, in or, or trisexual, really, uh, in order to have a threesome. There are so many other ways that you can go about involving yourself with other people, even if you are not necessarily attracted to both people in a threesome. So... We had a great talk right before. Uh, we're going to talk right now a little bit about how to go about getting involved in the threesome. So most of the time, a couple has a threesome fantasy and they're looking for the ideal partner. And where the hell can you find one? That's what a lot of people who are listening to this want to know. How do you find that perfect person or any, to some degree, any person uh, who will fit the criteria that you're looking for to have that amazing threesome experience? Yeah, there's, um, there's opportunity. Uh, <laughs> um, there's, there's kind of two places where people are seeking out threesome. So either online or in person, um, and online is, um, usually dedicated towards spaces that are attracting people who are sexually curious or kinky or like-minded around, um, having a different approach to sexuality. So you're going to find kinkster sites, swinger sites, uh, you're not necessarily going to find threesomes in the same way that people think that they can sort of put up a profile on tinder Mm -hmm. pretending it's a single but it's a picture of two people (laughs) that can i mean that can result in if someone's sort of looking 
for that, that type of experience on a whim. But if you're dedicated searching for a threesome, it's kind of best to go where the people are also dedicated searching for a threesome. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> there is one app dedicated towards threesomes. It's called Field. It used to be called Thrinder, but then Tinder got mad. And Field <laughs> is um, good in the sense that you can sort of customize your profile. You can say you're a couple looking for a single, a single looking for a couple, and specify what genders you're looking for. So it's designed in that way. And you know the community that's coming on there are sort of looking for this stuff. What's not great about it is that it's not very user friendly. Um, you sort of the location pieces are you know you're here or you're 500 kilometers away, and so it's it's a little um, not just great user experience, but you can work with it. People are also using sites like Adult Friend Finder, of course, like the um, the sites that are dedicated towards swingers dating. Um, and like people, SDC. Like SDC, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And there's also um, sort of a rise now that we've lost Craigslist personals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> RIP Craigslist personals, <laughs> where I had a threesome from. Uh, people are starting to also use Reddit and look at threads for local singles dating. And then in person, you're looking at, there's always the idea. I always get someone in my classes who's like, well, I just want to kind of have had friends over and we're like sitting and, you know, then it just happens organically. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe that happens for some people in college. I don't know. But like that's never happened for me. So in person, you're generally focused on places like swingers clubs or sex clubs Mm -hmm. and with also people who may or may not be looking for that kind of dynamic. And you just said something really, really crucial. I want to, I want to address this. I have had some people say, I want to, I have a friend who I'm really attracted to and we think they'd be kind of cool with getting involved with the three in a threesome with us. I just want to say personally, and then I want to hear what you think about this. I personally don't think it's a great idea to involve a friend or someone that you know really well in, in your, in a threesome, especially if it's your first threesome, because if it doesn't go the way that you want, you have kind of changed your relationship and it, in a way that is really, <laughs> you, you can't really go back from that. And you might, there, you're, you're involving, it, whether you're uh, in a couple or whether you're just three, three bodies, sex is a very intimate experience regardless of what it is that you're doing. If you're inviting a friend into that zone, it's very different than if you're just having them over for, you know, a girl's night or whatever other, uh, you know, dinner, drinks. It, I personally do not recommend that. What do you, what do you think? How do you feel about that? Yeah, I, I think that all those things are, are ripe for fire and yeah. not the hot kind of fire. Um, but people tend to want friends or to engage friends because they feel a sense of like cushioning from that trust or that they know this person. They feel they're probably, you know, going to communicate to them around sexually transmitted infections and their like trust and communication. Uh, but all of those things are important to discuss with your partner and the what ifs and what am I anxious or excited about if those are reasons why you want to choose this friend. So it's, it's not necessarily going to protect you. Those, it's just giving you an opportunity to think about those issues that might cause you a problem, even if it's a stranger or even if you hire a sex worker. Yeah, absolutely. So if you're, let's say on the, on the flip side of you're not looking for, uh, you're not in a couple and looking for a threesome, you're the lucky peer, let's say you're that, which I, in, in this case, so just, you know, for context, everyone, that's the third person in who's guest starring or guest star 
in a threesome who is not involved in, let's say, the couple's relationship. But in the case, there's also the case, like we said, where you could just be three bodies, you're three lucky peers really in the room. But (laughs) a lot of the time, like we were saying, it's a couple plus one. So if you're that lucky peer, what's the best way for going about um for, for going about it, how do you initiate that discussion? We talked a little bit about a dating site. We talked a bit about swingers clubs. What, what do you say about that? Yeah, I think the language that you use as the third person when you're communicating or flirting or reaching out to a couple is really important and sort of guides your intentions within the threesome. Right. And a lot of times the third is sort of thinking about the same kind of hotness of the fantasy, but maybe from a different perspective. Like maybe I'm really excited about uh, all three bodies being together all the time and all of us taking turns being the center of attention and a couple may be looking to have one partner be a voyeur while two people play together. So that's not the type of threesome for me then. And I think for for singles also to really figure out, and this really helped me, to be assertive and upfront about your deal breakers in the threesome. So lots of couples who are starting out may set up parameters that are actually a barrier to your pleasure, but are a boundary for them. So things like, oh, we don't kiss the third person. Mm-hmm. Kissing is like half of sex for me. So and that's not a couple that's for me. That may be okay for some singles, but for me it's not. So I always use language like when I'm approaching couples, like, hey, I'm really interested in affection and openness and like really sensual threesome sex. Is that something you're looking for too? And they may say, oh, we're just kind of looking for an extra set of genitals. Like we just want to bang. <laughs> and I'll be like, okay, bye. Like we're not a good fit, but somebody else, maybe there's another rhino or unicorn out there for them. But the mistake I've made in the past is like getting to the point of where maybe you're already going to get naked and you haven't discussed like mm-hmm. what are the little vignettes or the scenes or the turn-ons that you're interested in that are going to make this threesome satisfying for the third and for the couple. Right. It's funny what you just said. Uh, and just looking for another set of genitals. We don't want to be reduced to that. We're people. We have yeah. needs and desires. We're not just physical objects. We're getting a fucking sex doll. Sorry. That's just my personal opinion about it. Yeah. Uh, sex is so much more involving than just the body. You can't really just put put it that way. Yeah. Uh, even if you do hire a sex worker, there there's more to it. And all sex workers know also that there's a lot more than just involving the body. Uh, in, in, in any sexual experience. So yeah, yeah it's something important to, to think about. <laughs> totally. And it's always a red flag for me when a couple's profile reads, uh, looking for a third, no drama to spice up our relationship, <laughs> with an emoji. And I'm like, what are you offering me? What are you bringing to the table for me? Are you good at oral? Are you good at cuddles? Do you have candy? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think the candy, and now that you're saying, that you, do you have candy? I kind of want to start asking for that now as a part of a, <laughs> otherwise that's my deal breaker. No candy, no play. <laughs> uh, well, we, 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 I, we're going to talk a little bit more about that after too. Um, I really think it's important to have those conversations and talk about your deal breakers and what your limits are before you start in it, before you start any sexual experience. But we talked about that before, especially when you're dealing with the threesome and you're dealing with two other people who have different expectations and they, you don't know what the chemistry is either between the couple that you're dealing with. There's so much communication that has to happen. Otherwise you're in the situation where you're in the bedroom, you are, pretty much naked and you're about to get started or you're already getting engaged in play and there's not really been very much discussion. You can't just 
go into it. And then, yeah, you'll not have a great experience. Like, oh, no, you can't touch her like that. It's like, oh, okay, well, sorry. Then you're already setting yourself up for a negative experience. But having that conversation beforehand, you're already assured that you know what you can and can't do. You know what the limits are. And I I think that's definitely a huge recipe for success for any kind of sex that you're going to have with any partner, especially threesomes and group sex. So, yeah, I want to hear some of your tips uh, for that afterward. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I, for sure I have lots of lots of tips for, to kind of sort out that thinking around that I, I'm really excited to hear it I know that ever all of our listeners really want to hear about that too don't go away everybody I just want to give you a little bit of stimulation for a travel idea that you might want to join me on very shortly if you're experiencing some wanderlust, which I always am, come and join me this December on SDC's Cuban Cruise to get up close and personal with me and over 300 sexy couples. Over seven nights, we're going to indulge in exotic ports of call and soak in five-star rooms and service of our SDC staff. We're all devoted to creating the adventure that you deserve. Explore the party hub of Miami, sunny Key West, the spicy Caribbean flavor of Havana, Cuba, and the stunning white sands of the Bahamas in Nassau and the private island of Kogo Cay. Enjoy SDC's world-renowned onboard entertainment with multiple DJs to seduce you during sexy theme nights, phone parties, erotic live shows, and within the ship's huge playroom. Join us from December 4th to 11th for this enticing Caribbean cruise. Our trip to paradise is right around the corner, so book your rooms now at sdc.com. Explore your deeper desires. Listen, learn, and live sexy here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Tune in to talk about sex and sexuality from a man's point of view. The Everything Sexy Show is direct, open, and uncensored discussions, ranging from open relationships to kink, sex parties, and self-love. Hosted by Jamal and Polly Rick, they'll answer your questions, discuss topics you're curious about, and provide a safe forum for perverted and provocative discussions you just won't get anywhere else. Check it out. It never hurts to listen. Everything Sexy, Fridays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time and 5 p.m. Pacific on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. This November, 4,000 people will be on the sold-out Independence of the Seas Bliss Cruise, offered by Lifestyle Cruising and Bliss. Why do these charters sell out so fast? Five separate playrooms, dozens of meet-and-greets aimed at various cultural and sexual orientations, themed dance parties every night, and all upper decks are clothing optional. Find out about the Bliss Experience on the two upcoming Bliss Charters in 2019. This April is the five-night Celebrity Infinity Cruise, and next November 2019 will be seven nights on the beautiful Navigator of the Seas. Couples love the electric atmosphere on our cruises, and we know that sparks will fly in your cabin. Remember, our cruises sell out fast, so be sure to call Wayne at 908-391-1977. That's 908-391-1977, or visit lifestylecruising.com. You are tuned in to Seek, Discover, Create with Lexi Silver. If you have a question or comment about the show, we'd love to hear from you via email to Lexi at SDC.com. That's L-E-X-I at SDC.com. Now back to this week's discussion. 
Thanks for listening to that message, everyone. Welcome back to SDC's Seek, Discover, Create. I'm your host, Lexi Silver. And again, I am here with my guest, my very special guest, sex and pleasure educator, Luna Matadas, who has over 10 years of experience in sexual health and wellness education all over the world. So right before the break, we were talking about a bunch of different things. And one of the main things we were talking about are having that communication, whether you're one of the third people in a threesome and you're joining a couple, whether you're a couple looking for that third person, having that communication before you get into the bedroom or wherever else you're having sex is so fucking important. And I really can't emphasize that enough, even though I think I've emphasized it during pretty much every segment we've had so far. And I will continue to do that because there is no more important thing than having those conversations it will absolutely bolster your success with whatever kind of sexual activities you're going to be doing. And I am so happy that I have Luna here because she has so many great tips for us about how to make that communication an easy thing because it's not always easy to communicate what it is that you want and what you don't want. In terms of communicating with your partner, before you decide to involve a third person, what are the kinds of things that we should be thinking about and considering? You mentioned the word deal breaker before. What, can you elaborate a little bit about some of the most crucial things that a couple should definitely discuss before they get into a third uh, threesome? Yeah, I think that couples really need to think about not only activities, so like what mouth I want where, or like I want someone to eat my ass. <laughs> at the same time like there's all these great physical possibilities and those are important to talk about as well and I'll give you tips for uh, navigating that conversation but one of the the most important things that couples overlook is they sort of go into the fantasy and singles as well but they go into the fantasy and really focus on the actual act of having three people and not what it's going to feel like to have three people and so I always suggest doing a list like literally sitting with a piece of paper and <laughs> putting it all out there, the things that you're anxious about and the things that you're excited about. And so the anxious things, they could be things like, well, I'm worried that you're going to like this person better than me. They're going to be better at sex. They're going to be better at doing the thing. An anxious thing could be like, it's really hot to think about pleasing two women, but am I going to have enough erection for two women? Mm -hmm. um, another anxious thing could be, you know, I have body image issues. I deal with body image issues and that doesn't mean they go away, even though I want to do something sexy like a threesome. So I'm, maybe I'm worried that my body image stuff is going to get in the way of me having a good time. And then excited things could be like, I'm excited to explore this with my partner. This is like super fun. It's adventurous. It's exciting. It's sensual. Something excited could be like, someone's going to kiss my ass and eat my face at the same time. Like <laughs> both of them or the other way around. <laughs> and and the excited things can keep you anchored once the insecurities of the anxious list if they rear their ugly head even though you've talked about them but if in the middle of things you start to feel like you're not good enough you can also remember I choose to be here because of all these things I'm looking to have happen so then you can create pathways back to those things you know get someone to sit on your face speak up about like oh I was really looking forward to like a group cuddle like let's do that and then for the physical stuff What's so funny, Lexi, is that sometimes people will come to workshops and be really excited about wanting to watch their partner have uh, sex or penetrative sex or fuck somebody else, but they're going to lose their shit when someone's kissing or cuddling or looking more emotionally intimate. And so 
thinking about all those possibilities. So yeah, you want your partner to fuck someone, but are you going to be okay when they're kissing and it looks like they're enjoying kissing the same way that you look with them? I think that's really important. And we try to think of every possible situation that we could be in. The reality is maybe we'll forget something. What's also important is having that communication during the threesome, which we'll talk about a little bit later. But that list that you just mentioned of the things that you're maybe a little bit more insecure about, things that you're anxious about, things that you're excited about, really help get you mentally prepped for what you could possibly expect in a threesome. And there's so many aspects of of things that you could enjoy or things that might make you a little bit squeamish. Like you said, body image issues for women, even for men, fuck that, for anyone. It is something that we often think about because although maybe we're comfortable with our partner, we're comfortable with ourselves, or maybe we're comfortable with a perfect stranger or someone that we've been fucking for a long time, it's sometimes a little bit harder when you're dealing with a new a new couple or, or, or new people and thinking about that as maybe even ruining or affecting a threesome situation that could otherwise be fucking hot. Uh, that is something too that, like you said, I like those strategies to getting through all of that during a threesome situation. What about, we were talking about uh, boundaries before, what about also talking about consent? Okay, because consent is a huge thing. And obviously, you need to have enthusiastic consent and consent throughout the session. But what kinds of things can be discussed beforehand uh, with within a couple and also with that third person before you start engaging in a threesome? Yeah, I think it's really good to start with even some verbal foreplay, whether that's online as you're kind of assessing out somebody, whether they're a couple or a single, um, or if it's in person and this is, you know, you're, you pulled out the wine or the strawberries or whatever is happening, <laughs> sort of talking about your expectations and intentions for the night and what type of mood you want to set. It doesn't have to feel prescriptive. So I usually recommend people look at a will, want, and won't type of list. And so will could be the kinds of things that you're really interested in doing. Maybe they're not your primary things, but your partner has said, I want to see you get fucked by somebody else. And you're like, yeah, damn, I'm down for that. (laughs) Want is also centering on your pleasure. So you may be down to do that because it's really turning your partner on and that's turning you on. But maybe I want to get a couple to eat my pussy and I want to watch them like kiss each other. And so you get to really play out the scenes that you're committed to help Helping create. And then the won't is things that maybe you do enjoy. Maybe you love anal. Maybe you love giving oral. But in this threesome for this moment, you're going to say, well, I'm not going to put those on the table because I need to be comfortable enough with all of these other things. So won't really clarifies, you know, what you're not willing to do in this moment rather than just sort of overall, I'm not into this or I'm not into that. You may be into it, but maybe you just don't want to do it with this third person. Hmm, that's very interesting. And I, I think those are that, that idea of making a will want won't list. That's really, I, it's very unique. And I think it's a very important way to get started also even as an icebreaker, which we'll talk about a little bit later too. I, I think that having that list beforehand also establishes a lot of things that you might be into which is a really good way to get started, you know, thinking about how the sexual experience is going to be and getting excited about it, which I really like. I just got to say, you said pulling out the wine and strawberries. I think I'm coming over to your place next for a threesome. <laughs> <laughs> great, 
charcuterie board creative. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hidden talent. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to have you back on the show. We're going to talk about how to actually host a threesome because oh, yeah. it sounds like you have that down pat. I really like that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, we were talking about all of these really important things to discuss before getting involved in a threesome. While you're in a threesome, what exactly, if you're, if you're in a threesome with a couple, what is couple privilege? What exactly does that entail and how is that important in a threesome? Couples privilege focuses on the advantage that the couple has because they already have a familiarity with each other. They probably already have a way of communicating and they're going home together at the end of the night. So which could be a good thing or a bad thing, depending <laughs> on what happened in the threesome. And so for the single, sometimes we feel like we're an invited intruder. And so the couple really wants us there, but they're very aware of things that might spark their own jealousy or their own insecurity. And so you know, Corns don't ever bring drama, but the idea of whatever drama was there before me, it was already there. Like maybe I was the match, but that was already something the couple was dealing with. So the couple sort of has the privilege of um, existing as a unit and a support unit for each other. And great couples, the amazing couples that I've been with have extended that to me and extended like for this moment, all of our needs are equally important and we all need to make sure that everyone's feeling safe and pleasured or else why are we in a group situation? So you're not responsible for other people, but you're accountable because you decided to join this group situation. And I like that because you said safe and pleasured. And you're right, because if you're if you do have a third person and that you're involving in, in your relationship, uh, no matter how long you've been with with your partner, it, it really doesn't matter. The third person is not just like we were saying before, a set of genitals. It's another person with their own desires and their own needs and their own thoughts. And we all want to feel like we are being treated well, that we are there not just existing for another couple's pleasure. Otherwise, again, we're like a fucking sex toy. Then, like, what am I getting out of the deal? But we want to also feel pleasured and safe. And that finding and that safety, uh, which I've talked about over a variety of other shows, is not a physical safety only, especially in the case of BDSM, but it's also a psychological safety, feeling comfortable, feeling, feeling protected. Can you maybe elaborate a little bit about what to do if during a, the sex or even beforehand, you start to get a feeling, whether it's the couple or the or, or, or yourself as a third person or, or, or whoever the third person is, that maybe you're about to engage in something that isn't quite as comfortable or safe as you might have wanted or that you need. Yeah, uh, I've been in situations like that and I didn't have the communication skills or the confidence to really speak up about it. And when I work with couples one-on-one, -on -one, often one person has also been in a situation like that where they take one for the team. And so they sort of put up with what's happening. And no one ever needs to do that in a threesome. The magic little words, if you feel like something is going on that you're not comfortable with, or you feel left out, or you feel like, I just don't have the chemistry I thought we'd have, are, I need a little break. And at the beginning of the threesome, you agree that if anyone calls that, that we all sort of take a break, we get rehydrated, let the adrenaline and endorphins come down, and we just do a check-in, like sit around that bowl of strawberries and be like, oh, like I love doing this to you, or is it doing it for you? 
because I could do it for five more hours. And at that point, you have a little bit of clarity. You're out of like that hot, like sexy floaty zone or the insecure zone. And you can actually sit down and figure out what's happening. I used to spiral into, oh my gosh, he looks like he's enjoying her more than me. You know, maybe she is better than me. Maybe he's going to leave me. What am I going to do with the dog? Where am I going to go to live? And you go into this like tornado when it's really like, I feel kind of left out. Nobody's pleasuring me. And that's like something where you can create something or you can end it. So you always have options to be like, okay, I'm going to get myself in there. I'm going to masturbate to what's happening. I'm going to touch people. I'm going to talk about it. It doesn't always have to um, burgeon into this like long conversation. It could be that you just need to reorient what's happening in the moment. I like that. It's very important. <laughs> I honestly, I, I just love you. You're, 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 you're making me laugh so much right now. And we're talking about something pretty serious, like being left out or feeling jealous in a threesome. Uh, but it, I think it's, it's very important to sometimes just, just say, I need a break or give me a minute, like whatever it is that makes you feel comfortable. Nobody wants to be in a situation where you feel like you have to say stop or this has to be over, which is okay too. If that happens. That's totally fine. Uh, it's anyone's prerogative at any point in time to say, no, I don't want to do this anymore for whatever reason. But sometimes it's just about, like you said, reorienting yourself, getting back into the zone. Um, yeah. I, I really like how you said that. And I thank you for the will want and won't list. I think that is a very good tip that I'm going to start at, at telling uh, more couples who are talking to me about their having the first recent experiences. I think that's a really crucial way to get started with that. So I'm just going to take a little break. Don't go away. <laughs> I know you're not going anywhere. We have one beautiful segment left. We're going to talk about breaking the ice and getting it on. And some of those things like we were just talking about getting, uh, feeling jealous or, or, or feeling left out. We want to make sure that you're having the best possible experience with your threesome. So Luna is going to share some of her amazing tips. So just give me a few seconds because I do want to give you a little bit of uh, a sample of what you can expect at stc.com, the new site. Um, don't go anywhere. I'm Lexi Silver. You're listening to Seek, Discover, Create. If you're enjoying my show and you're curious to learn more about relationships, sex, and health, or you want to find new ways to spice up your sex life, check out the brand new SCC website. SCC just added a ton of fresh content to guide you on your erotic journey, whether you're just starting your exploration or you've already chosen your path to self-discovery. At stc.com, you'll have unlimited access to videos, podcasts, and articles from sex and relationship experts like Dr. Jess, Sunny Megatron, Dr. Nancy, Charlie and Ariane Williams, and Carolyn David, who are all excited to guide, inform, and entertain you. You'll find everything you need to discover your own erotic tribe, connect with them in our forums, communities, and social networks, and create opportunities to explore more at SDC events, parties, and travel destinations. Join over 3 million of our members worldwide to seek, discover, and create with us today at scc.com. Don't forget to use your promo code 7070 for two months of free access to SCC. That's 7070 to get two free months at scc.com. Explore your deeper desires. Listen, learn, and live sexy here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. 
Are you ready for uncensored talk about sex, relationships, and more? Then listen for Tammy's Playhouse. Host Tammy and her occasional co-host Dan will break it down for you with some great advice, words to make you feel comfortable, and even some humor to hopefully make you laugh until you pee. Forget insecurities. We're all in the same boat here. Just enjoy the ride. Tammy's Playhouse is broadcast every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. How do you feel about a non-monogamous lifestyle? Does it sound enticing? Are you worried about what others might think? Your questions are answered on Sex Interrupted with Tara and James. It's a discussion about the swinger lifestyle, non-monogamy, sex, sexuality, and where it all fits in. All we ask is that you listen with an open heart and an open mind, and you will find your desires and fantasies can come true. Tune in to Sex Interrupted with Tara and James every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. are tuned in to seek discover create with lexi silver if you have a question or comment about the show we'd love to hear from you via email to lexi at sdc.com that's l-e-x-i at sdc.com now back to this week's discussion Welcome back to SDC Seek, Discover, Create. I'm Lexi Silver, and I'm here with my guest, sex and pleasure educator, Luna Matadas, who has over 10 years of experience in sexual health and wellness education all over the world. Right before the break, we were having a wonderful conversation about how to communicate with your partner, the third party, and examining boundaries, consent, um, and really trying to figure out how to navigate this very different environment of a threesome by having that frank discussion and creating lists, uh, like the will, want, and won't list that I really love that Luna suggested to get started having that conversation. So once you've decided to actually get into having a threesome, and you're all in the same place at the same time, you're around your, your bowl of strawberries, you got your wine ready. What is the best way to start to break the ice and get past any kind of initial awkwardness? Because it happens, right? How do you suggest that we get past that? Yeah, there's, there's always initial awkwardness. Like threesomes are awkward as fuck. It's just what they are. <laughs> <laughs> Well, some of the ways that you can approach it are you can go more flirty. You could say things like, oh, I, I really would love to, you know, sort of cuddle like all together and, and start to increase like very uh, touch that's erotic and erogenous, but not necessarily heavy sexual touch. Mm -hmm. And it's just getting familiar with each other's bodies and paying attention to how people respond. Like, are they moaners? Are they writhers? Are they, you know, someone who's a little bit quieter and you have to really invite them to tell you if they're having a good time or not. And um, you can also start by doing, I like massage trains. Like I like kind of saying, oh, can I rub your back while they rub your feet and making one person the center of attention and each person taking turns being in that spot and so everyone's sort of like riding at the same pace sometimes someone's way more comfortable than everyone else or the couple's more comfortable or the single's more comfortable and you always want to go as fast as the slowest person is going and I've always felt in threesomes where I didn't have good communication that things were moving a lot quicker than I was ready for but I felt the pressure to not be the one to hold things back and you don't have to be that person you can kind of say oh well I'm not ready for like a three-way 69 
but I'm ready for, you know, like you can rub my feet and, and I really want to watch you and like talk about the kinds of things that I'd like to happen tonight. You can also do a, an undressing chain where each person mm-hmm. takes off a piece of clothing from somebody else. And, and that can also help improve the mood, the sensuality and open up that opportunity to go slow. I mean, most of our sex can benefit from going a little bit slower, but particularly in threesomes where you're banished, managing more bodies and more emotions, it kind of helps to move a little bit more sensually and slowly. That's a really good suggestion. I like all of those, especially what you were just saying. I just was envisioning it, uh, taking off pieces of each other's clothing and just doing that all together as a group, kind of, you know, putting that one person also in the center of attention. I I just want to say something because we were talking about wine and strawberries. I will just say, um, as far as alcohol goes in any sexual situation, and I just wanted to bring this up because this is the first time I talk about alcohol on my show, being drunk means that you are not able to consent and it means that it is not okay to move forward with whatever sex you're having, whether you're one person, two people, 20 people, it's irrelevant. Um, if, unless you can actually, uh, you are sober enough to consent, it is a non-consensual situation, even if it looks like the person is really into it and they've agreed to it before. So I just want to make that clear. I know that sometimes a glass of wine is a really good way to break the ice. It kind of loosens your inhibitions. It makes you feel kind of good. That's great. But going overboard just to kind of, uh, you know, uh, feel a little bit less stressed is not the way to go about it. If you're that anxious that you need that much alcohol in order to loosen up, you're probably not uh, in a good situation to be having a threesome or any sexual experience. Sorry, I just wanted to take a second to uh, be responsible about this uh, because we did mention alcohol. Um, So... Moving backward a little bit, uh, you were talking about so many bodies. There's so many moving parts. There's legs. There's their 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 dicks. There their pussies. There's boobs everywhere. How do you manage that? How do you, if it's your first threesome, I remember my first threesome and uh, it went really smoothly. I I guess I'm a natural. I don't know. It's not, it doesn't always happen to everybody, but. How do you manage that? How do you uh, know where everybody is? Uh, is that how do you always make sure that no one gets left out? What is the best way to go about that? Yeah, I think a lot of the prep work that that you'll have done to think about the kinds of things that you want to do in a threesome will help guide you a little bit. So really flesh that piece out. Like, do you want to suck on someone's toes? Do you want to have, you know, breasts in your face while something else has happened? Do you want your booty played with? Are you bringing toys? Are you bringing a special outfit? Is there a kinky dynamic? Is there a power dynamic? Sometimes the dynamic that we have in the couple, we expect to also be accepted in the threesome. Mm -hmm. And I've played with couples that have a power dynamic of like a master slave and that's great for them but in the threesome I was like well I don't fit into this dynamic I wish I knew about it before Mm -hmm. Um, so really thinking about how we can bring pleasure to each person's pleasure and desire and fantasy that they've come to the threesome with then practically when we're talking about what to do and how to make sure that it's okay to do it sometimes in threesomes and particularly in sex clubs I've also found there is this sort of new Nudity is an invitation to touch bullshit. Mm. 
And that's not true. It's never, even if you're in a threesome, you're in an orgy, you don't have access to someone's body uh, without asking them. And so asking them doesn't have to also feel like every step of the way you're like, can I kiss your neck? Can I do this? But being really emotionally intelligent and picking up on, you know, if someone's not being responsive, if they're not enthusiastically moving towards the touch that you've put on their arm, that's not going to be a good cue to then move to their anus. So... (laughs) (laughs) even asking I'll sort of tell people I'm loud during sex and I'm verbal and I'm moany and so if I'm quiet I'm not having a good time and often we won't feel comfortable to speak up in situations so making sure that we all take the responsibility to invite that communication be like babe like that looks amazing how does it feel for you third person you know like really kind of being the person that wants to get that information so that we can be better lovers and more responsive That is the perfect way to end this show today. I will say that because again, you're, you're, you're repeating that having that communication before, during, after, uh, throughout the entire experience is so central to having an awesome threesome. I, I, is there any other, you know, little tip or or little tidbit that you might want to share with us before we end our show today? Yeah. I think the only thing that I, um, sort of wish I had more time in in threesomes was using those opportunities to really bring to life things that I was interested in, whether I was a couple or a single, I often kind of succumb to like the group. So I would say dream big for your threesomes. (laughs) Think about all the possibilities, all of the sensuality you can soak up beyond just genitals. Think about all the erogenous things you want to happen. I love that, Luna. And there are going to be so many people who are going to be wanting to know more about threesomes and know more about you and the amazing things that you do with your crafts and your workshops and your education. How can people reach out to you after this? Yeah, people can find me on my website at lunamatadas.com. It's like Hakuna Matadas, but Luna Matadas. <laughs> there, if you sign up for my newsletter, you're able to get firsthand and exclusive content around these types of topics in video and blog format. Um, and then on social media, I'm Luna Matadas everywhere. So come find me and we'll chat. Or go onto my social media because I'm stalking her pretty much everywhere. She is amazing. She posts great content. I love it. And everything is has been very, very helpful. And I honestly love that you were here today talking to me about this. Thank you so much, Luna. It was really a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Happy threesoming. <laughs> I like that you're making it into a verb. It's kind of like what I was saying before with with six experience. I kind of like to make make up words. I'm glad that we're in the same boat about that. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> So everyone, thank you so much for joining me today. Tune in on Thursday at 5 p.m. PST, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Sexy Lifestyle Network for my next show. Don't forget, you can learn more about sex, health, and relationships as you seek yourself, discover together, and create moments at sdc.com. Thank you for joining me, Lexi Silver, on SDC Seek, Discover, Create. Until next time, stay lectual, people. Bye. Hey, sexy people, if you're ready to start your sexual evolution, we've got some amazing prizes to give away. Some of the great prizes include Womanizer, the most advanced pleasure product for stronger, longer, and more intense orgasms. SDC.com is giving away a lifetime membership to the sexiest online community of open-minded people. Touch from experience, warm. It warms your personal lube, then automatically dispenses it with a wave of your hand. 
And we can't forget Throws of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket. Keep your bed dry no matter how wet it gets. For your chance to win one of these amazing prizes, simply send us an email at info at thesexylifestyle.com with the word contest in the subject line. Your name will be entered into the weekly drawing and remember to visit our website regularly for a list of the winners and more information about all the amazing prizes and sponsors. Go to the sexy lifestyle.com contest page and enter as often as you like.